WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071, Champagne's Alternative. From WPGU News, I'm Tori Gelman. It's Wednesday, January 19th, 2022. Due to the rising number of COVID cases, the University of Illinois Urbana-Champaign is providing a single disposable N95 mask to each student for the start of the semester. However, these disposable masks are not meant to be repeatedly reused, though UIUC students are recommended by the university to wear an N95 or a KN95 mask to classes and other indoor areas on campus. N95 and KN95 masks are more expensive than surgical or cloth masks, making it more difficult for students to obtain a reusable university-recommended mask if they cannot afford to purchase one themselves. Free at-home coronavirus tests are available to ship through the U.S. Postal Service starting today. President Biden is planning to purchase 1 billion at-home COVID tests for the project. Households are allowed to order four free at-home tests, which are expected to ship towards the end of January. Those in zip codes with high rates of COVID-19 infections and deaths are being prioritized. The website Soft launched yesterday for beta testing, and some Americans in apartments with multiple units had difficulty ordering due to the four-test limit for households. The website recommends those who experienced errors to check back to the website for its formal launch today. Free tests can be acquired by visiting covidtests.gov. Omicron cases in the United States are expected to peak later this month or early February. When cases will peak depends on the region. It is estimated that the New York and Northeastern region peaked last week, and Minnesota is predicted to peak next week. This means that for the first time since Omicron hit, cases have been declining in many areas of the country. Illinois continues to see high levels of cases, though state public health data indicates the state is likely to peak soon. Yesterday, Illinois reported 20,483 new cases of COVID-19, and the statewide seven-day test positivity rate is 15.4%. A massive volcanic eruption rocked the Polynesian nation of Tonga this weekend and led to the deaths of at least three people after a tsunami triggered by the blast struck a number of the nation's islands. The eruption occurred late in the afternoon on Saturday and quickly blanketed nearby islands in falling ash and volcanic debris, destroying or seriously damaging a number of houses and other buildings. The effects of the blast have even reached as far as the continental United States. Weather stations in Chicago recorded noticeable variations in the city's air pressure as the shockwave from the blast rippled through the Earth's atmosphere. Experts believe the eruption may be the strongest eruption since the Mount Pinatubo eruption in 1991, which killed 800 people in the Philippines. Cranard Center for the Performing Arts has a new slate of events for the spring semester. At 7.30 p.m. on January 27th, 12 Argentina tango dancers and musicians will be featured in Tango Argentina. The artists will exhibit tango's history of elegance and beauty through 85 minutes of performance. On February 9th, Cranert and Fullinger will host the University's Symphony Orchestra for a performance from students of the School of Music, with pieces ranging from the 18th through 21st centuries. Colwell Playhouse will host a dance performance by Spectrum Dance Theater titled Strange Fruit on February 19th at 7.30. Choreographed by Tony-nominated Donald Byrd, The performance is meant to serve as a commentary on racial terrorism during the Jim Crow era. Byrd will also participate in a panel discussion on February 16th about developing dance pieces centering around social justice. Tickets for all these events and more are available on the Cranert Center's website. And that is the news for today. Contributing reporting for today's broadcast is provided by Madison Holcomb, Jane Knight, Emily Crawford, Barrett Wynn, and Tara Mobasher. Our regional editor is Josie Alameda. Our political editor is Jane Knight. 
Our science and technology editor is Husna Husseini, and our arts and entertainment editor is Mac Dudley. Our deputy news director is Emily Crawford, and our news director is Justin Malone. From WPGU News, I'm Tori Gelman.